Grace to you. My name is Mario, and I would love to wish all the listeners of Whale Coast FM a merry, happy, fulfilled, full of the joy and the love of God Christmas. Today is Christmas, and traditionally, though agnostics, liberals, and anti Christians the world over demand that we say happy holidays and not Merry Christmas, just in case we offend somebody by mentioning the name of Christ. Christmas is traditionally a time for gifts. And why would that be? Because the whole affair of Christmas is based on a gift. For God so loved the world that He gave the world a gift, His Son, born in a manger, born to die, for the salvation of mankind. Wrapped in human flesh instead of paper, God's gift carried within Himself the only element necessary to redeem a humanity that had separated itself from the very source of life eons ago in a garden called Eden. Yes, in another garden called Gethsemane, Jesus Christ began pouring out his gift until on a lonely hill shaped like a skull called Calvary, the Son of God placed at the foot of a very different Christmas tree called Cross, the gift of his life, the only thing capable of restoring mankind forever. That's why, unbeknown to us as it might be, we give each other gifts on this day to celebrate the divine Creator's gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul describes this concept beautifully in one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, Ephesians 2.8. By grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Yes, salvation to all in the person of the Divine Savior is the gift from God to whosoever will receive. I would like to mention a couple of characteristics about a gift. And to do that, I would like to use the acronym of the word GIFT, G-I-F-T. Okay, G stands for grace. A gift is totally and completely based on the goodness of the giver and not on the merits of the receiver. Contrary to Santa Claus' famous song, where the mythical white-bearded fat man in a red suit checks out your behavior before bringing you any gift. Listen to this. checks you if you're naughty or nice, it checks you when you are sleeping, when you're awake, it checks you if you're good or bad, and he's gonna give you presents only if you're good and only if you're nice. Hey, that's not a gift. Another beautiful example is a famous Charlie Brown strip. Remember the Johnny Hart cartoon with the phlegmatic round-headed boy with the little curl in the middle? In this cartoon, Charlie Brown comes home with a packet of cookies that his grandmother had given him. Along the way, he meets up with his sarcastic, curly-headed little friend, Lucy, who asks him, Charlie Brown, what good deed did you do that your grandmother gave you the cookies? 
And Charlie Brown replies with a definition of divine grace. Grandmother didn't give me cookies because I was good. Grandmother gave me cookies because she is good. G is for grace. I stands for individual. Salvation is personal. God's word is not the general manual, the same for everybody, but it's a love letter written to every human being from a loving father who knows all his creatures individually. And that's why you need to read beyond the words on paper and hear the whisper of God's spirit. F is for free. No charge is the nature of a gift. If you don't have to pay for it, it's for free. Every other religion, including sadly many expressions of Christianity, tells you that in order to receive anything from God, you must always do more, pray more, believe more, behave better, give more, sacrifice more, always more. No, a gift is free, otherwise it's not a gift. And it's free because it's based on who you are and not who you should be. If I give you a gift because of past good behavior, it's not a gift, it's a reward. If I give you a gift because I want you to behave better in the future, it's not a gift, it's a bribe. No, a gift is for free in whichever condition you find yourself now. T stands for Thanksgiving. The only participation required. And even if you don't say thank you to the giver, the gift is still available to you. The only reason you say thank you is to receive the gift, unwrap it and partake of its benefits. So gift. I want to close this message with a short story I have written in my book, Simply Grace. There is an incredibly liberating encounter between Jesus, God's representative, and a sinful woman representing me, representing you. It takes place around an ancient well dug by a Jewish patriarch in an inconsequential village west of the Jordan in the land of Israel. Let me tell you her story. John chapter 4. The sun was unbearably hot in Sikar that day. But then at noon, the sun is unbearably hot anyway in Samaria. She had chosen to draw water at this ungodly hour because honestly, She'd had enough of the taunting of the other women every time she came to the well. Are you still married to number five or did you move up to number six? Oh no, number six is still being tried out. I bet you'll only last a couple of months, eh, Adina? Like the others, not begging wedding anniversaries, are you, Adina? Every swipe carried a poisonous barb of sarcasm. On and on and on they went sometimes throwing insults, other times throwing pebbles, but always hurting. Yes, she'd been married five times, and the man she was living with presently, well, she was just living with him. And that's why she started coming to draw water in the heat of the day. At least no one would be there to harass her. But wait a minute, who was that man sitting on the rim of the well? He surely looked like a Jew. Hi there, could you give me a drink, please? Hey, don't you know you're not supposed to talk to me, sir? I, I, I am a woman, a Samaritan woman. <laughs> yeah, actually, I noticed. But I'm thirsty and I don't have anything to draw with. Please give me a drink. But, but, but you are a Jew and Jews want nothing to do with the likes of me. You know what? 
if you just knew what kind of Jew you were talking to, and the gift of God that this Jew carries with him, you would have asked me, and I would have given you that gift. Some very, very special water. Life water. Okay, she said. Tell me about this life water of yours. The story goes on with Jesus gently uncovering the shame of her past, the emptiness of her present, and the futility of her future. Yet without any harshness, chastisement or condemnation. Awed by this man who wouldn't judge her despite knowing all about her, Adina returns to her village, boldly reporting what has just happened. Many hear her enthusiastic description and run to meet this man she's talking about. Jesus is invited to stay with the Samaritan community for a few days and he gladly agrees. Harmony reigns. The sun finally sets on a very happy group of people. Moral of the story? The few simple words Jesus told the woman regarding the gift that he had, the water he could have given her had she just asked him. Remember? If you asked me, I would have given you. This, my dear listener, friend, is the simplicity of grace. If we ask, he gives. Oh, he didn't push her to repent. He didn't insist on her confession. He didn't press her to change, apologize, repair, or do penance. No. He simply told the woman, representing me, representing you, if you want my gift of living water, all you have to do is ask, and I will give it to you. My final suggestion, my friend, ask. Not too difficult. Simply grace. End of the story. And so Merry Christmas to all of you and enjoy the magnificent gift of Jesus Christ's life. The gift that didn't come wrapped in paper but in flesh. The gift God gave to humanity simply because he loves us so much. Simply grace. Merry Christmas.